the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Good morning and welcome. Patriot Radio News Hour. Joe and Jason here on this Thursday, uh, the 7th day of December. I hope uh, all of you are getting ready, uh, getting that Christmas shopping done and all of those uh, planning, uh, you know, whether you're going out of town, you got family coming into town. Try not to stress out. Try, try, try to try to stay calm. Uh, Pearl Harbor Day today, uh, so uh, you know that's that's one of those days, one of those holidays uh, people tend to forget about. Uh, uh, of course, obviously, we all know what happened there and led us into to World War II. Another one of those days, not for this show. What really happened? Uh, how did they? How did they really uh, blow up uh, Pearl Harbor? Uh, were we really caught that off guard or or, or not? But, uh, that's for a different show. Hey, this is a gold and silver show. Our toll-free number, 800-951-0592. The physical delivery of wealth insurance. Everybody's got to have it. I mean, and you hear, listen, the, the real good guys out there will always tell you, you know, gold and silver need to be a part of your portfolio. But it's actually more important now than it's been in the past. Obviously, you know, think about what gold's done over the last 20-plus years. Yeah, pretty good idea. Yeah, pretty good idea. You know, went from $250 to $2,000-plus. Yeah, pretty good idea. Silver went from $4 uh, to $24. Not, not, not too bad. Not too bad. But with what's coming, we have a debt tsunami coming. Uh, we're going to talk today about, uh, you, you know, we have had some really bad auctions lately. Japan, it, it's much, much worse. Very interesting news coming out of Japan. It looks like they're going to be forced to raise rates to try to, to save the yen. We'll talk about that. Obviously, uh, we've got jobless claims. And don't forget the president now. Listen, here's how, here's how it goes. Because you know they all want to spend money. I don't care if they're a Democrat, a Republican, an Independent. It, it doesn't matter. They just want to spend money. Uh, Joe Biden was out, and uh, you know, is he the president? That's for another. That, that also is for a different show, right? But if the Republicans don't pass this emergency spending bill. Before they leave for Christmas, it'll be their fault that the Russians are are going to take out Ukraine. And and according to Joe Biden, uh, we're going to be fighting the Russians next. Yep, so so there you go. Uh, You got to spend more money. And he did let it be known that, that, yes, and I, I will give you money for the border. So let me get this right. This is, first of all, uh, let's not kid ourselves. 
right? We pretty much made sure the Russian-Ukraine war happened. Let's start with that. We've allowed the nonsense that's going on at the border. You can't even get to Rocky Point from Lukeville. you got to drive like five hours out of your way if you want to get to Rocky Point right now because there's so many illegals coming across the border that they need... They need the people that were, uh, you know, at the, you know, uh, where you go in, looking in your car, making sure you're you're not doing anything illegal. They need those people to help with all the illegals. But how many terrorists, how many people that hate America have come in? I don't know. We know it's, put it this way, it's, it's more than zero, right? We're, we're talking about what? Three, almost three million people. Where are they going to live, right? Who's paying for it all? Uh, but apparently, Jason, that's okay. But now that you won't give me money for Ukraine, now, I, now, now I'm going to do something. Right? They, they, as long as you give me money for Ukraine, then I'll do something at the border. Don't you love Congress? Yeah, well, and, and there's always that thing where they budget, you know, they budget the money, this goes to this section, this goes to that section. Once the once the money has been uh, allocated, uh, okayed, that doesn't mean it's necessarily going there, Joe, right? We don't know if it's all going to Ukraine, you know, maybe, you know, maybe uh, somebody in Congress has his own pet project, and uh, well, I support the Ukraine effort, so give me a big chunk of that, you know. Oh, that's okay. Yeah, Ukraine money can go there. That's the whole thing. You can't trust that the money's actually going to Ukraine, you know. How well, much is actually going let, where it belongs, Joe? Let's face it. A lot of it's going to go right here, right? Because, hey, we're going to buy more bullets, right? We're going to buy more weapons that, that uh, I, I, I hope anyway are, are being made here, right? So you can say – that once again, right, they, they, this is the problem. Every time the Congress spends money, right, it's just more inflation. Uh, but, yeah. but yeah, you, you know, you, I heard somebody was out, you know, ta- you know, one of the talking heads on TV that was in favor of doing it. Well, most of the money's going to stay here in America because, you know, we, we got we to gotta build all this stuff, right? We got to build all the weapons to give them. That makes it so much better that we're spending money we shouldn't, <laughs> no matter what the yeah, cause is. Right, right. Why not? Hey, listen, and, and Nicaragua or Nicaragua, Venezuela's going to invade Guyana now, right? Hey, we can oh, have Lord. all these things going all over the place, right? Just, just keep spending. Write the check. There's another check we'll need. Yeah, and the half empty cup of joy talked about a possibly war in Ethiopia. So, yeah, all these little things are going to be happening all over the place. And every congressman has a pet project, right, Joe? So. Or just throw it on the Ukraine pile, right? Because that's where the money is being more favorably spent. We can get the pot bigger there, right? Absolutely. 800-951-0592. Jason and I, we'll be right back. 800-951-0592. Joe and Jason, Patriot Radio News Hour here on a Thursday. Pretty flat day right now. Uh, the Dow's up 15. Uh, gold's uh, flat, uh, down a dollar, twenty twenty nine. Uh, silver's down six cents. Uh, the uh, the bond market also pretty quiet, up a little bit, uh, but but four one four. Crude oil, uh, which has been getting crude oil closed below seventy dollars yesterday, uh, just above seventy dollars today. The dollar's a little weaker today, but again, all of these things, everybody, what is going to happen in twenty twenty four? That's that's 
the thing everybody's trying to figure out. Right? There's the, I guess, the Goldilocks scenario where, oh, it was fine that we printed all the money. It was, it was fine. It, it, it didn't matter. Yeah, we had some inflation, but, but miraculously it just went away. And, and we're actually going to lower rates just because. And, and Wall Street's going to do great and everything will be wonderful. I mean, that's, that's kind of what they're saying. Right? That, that's, that's cool. Pretty unrealistic. Chances are uh, we're going to have a bumpy road ahead. And I, unfortunately, I think the bumpy road is going to be, it's not going to be one of these quick, well, okay, we were down that year, and then we bounced right back up because uh, the old playbook's probably dead, right, where we can do all the, the, the money printing, and we already did that. That's why we keep talking about our friends at Y-Refi, right? You get up to 10.25% return. You've heard me talk about it. Guess what? This is why I love these guys. Lane, uh, I know Lane personally. He, he, he's the founder over there at Y-Refi. He used to trade student debt for a living. Think about that. That's what he did. And he was like, man, this is, this is terrible. It's terrible what they're doing to these people. I think I can come up with a better way. I think I can raise money myself because he knows. He's like, I know for a fact a lot of these people uh, could pay these student loans back if the bank would just let them, give them a, a rate that's affordable, and, and let's let's make it happen. So he did. That's exactly what he did. Well, because interest rates are going up, why refi is making it even better now. Now, if you go for five years, you get 10.25%. But they've raised the shorter term. How about one year? Now they're going to give you 6.5% if you want to go for one year. Two years, 7%. Three years, 7.75%. Four years, 8.5%. So they raise it across the board. Now here's the other thing they decided. Remember how I told you, well, I get it. Some of you are like, oh, I think I can go five years. And then you're four years into it, and who knows what happens. Stroke, heart attack, this, that. Uh, i got to have that money. Why refi is like, hey, we get it, we understand, and they'll give you your entire principal back. Nobody else does that. No annuities or things like, like that do that. They always whack you for that. They decided that's not good enough either now. Now, not only are you going to get all of your principal back, they're going to allow you to keep that the, uh, some of that interest that you are making over the years. The longer, the closer you got, the more of it they're going to let you keep. That's how. Th- this is why when you say, "Well, why does Joe love why refis?" This is why. This is why they're they're trying to make sure. Hey, you win. The borrower that got in trouble, they win. Everybody wins at Y-Refi. Check them out. Invest, Y-Refi.com. That's the word invest, the letter Y-R-E-F-Y.com. Or call them at 888-Y-Refi-24. You can use an existing IRA. Maybe you got you, you trade at home. You got a Schwab account or, or E-Trade. You can use that. Some of you can even use your 401k. So check them out. 888-Y-REFI-24. Uh, Jason, a lot happening, right? We got the big jobs number tomorrow. 
but today we had jobless claims. So yesterday we had ADP. It was it was light, but it wasn't you know it wasn't terrible, right? But but it was lower than expected. About a hundred thousand jobs. I think the big thing that stuck out was the big drop in jobs in leisure and hospitality because that's healthcare, leisure, hospitality. That's bars, restaurants, right? Hotels. That's where really all the growth is to begin with. And now uh, it looks like the leisure guys have put uh, put their arm up. Walmart, you know, we talked about the comment from the Walmart CEO about the shoppers. Later, he talked about the employees. And, and Jason, according to Walmart, there is no more, uh, they have no problems anymore hiring. Uh, the, the hiring shortage is over. Uh, wage pressures, right? In other words, Walmart says, hey, you know, we're, we're paying more, but it's just a little bit, right? We're not, no more, you're not going to get $20 an hour for a job that paid 15 anymore. Uh, and, and we saw that with Jolt's jobless claims today, 220000 That's not horrible. Yes, that, that's, that's higher than, than what it's been by and large, but still not bad. Uh, the one outlier california for whatever reason and who knows you know it's california they, they could have been slow processing i don't know they took a lot off of that number uh without california if california had been where kind of everybody else was this number would have been a lot higher like by 20 30,000 higher i don't know so we'll see uh continuing claims staying right around that 1.9 million level. Uh, and again, you know, and all of this, of course, seasonally adjusted, Jason. Right. And I'll, I'll say this with uh, Walmart saying, hey, we don't have problems hiring. Uh, this, to me, this is not a good time to be in middle management because <laughs> the way you cut expense, because all these companies have to cut expenses, you take the lesser skilled middle management positions and you fill them with these new hires at a lower cost per hour. That's that's what these companies are going to start doing. So if you're not really important in whatever corporate job you have, <laughs> you better make yourself important quick, right, Joe? Yeah, you don't want to be semi-important, right? You don't want to be semi-important. Challenger Gray in Christmas, 45,510 uh, employee-based job cuts. Remember, those are they track the big ones when you got to let the state know. And then this note, and, and this... This is kind of what we said earlier this year. Seasonally, seasonal hiring is at the lowest level for this point in the holiday. I mean, this is prime holiday season now. I mean, we're what, three weeks from Christmas? I mean, this is it. It's at the lowest point in over a decade. And I think that goes with what Walmart was saying, which was, you know what, we, we, we fill all the positions – and we really don't need that much extra help uh, because we've got all we, we've got everything full, and, and that seems to be enough. That seems to be enough, Joe. <laughs> I mean, what else can you say? Because because I remember just those short what year and a half, two years ago, when they could not get people in the doors. I remember us talking about that. I was like, yeah. Yeah, this isn't good. There's a lot of money floating around. That inflation was showing itself you know, as ugly as it is. Now we're on the back half of it, which is. You know the inflation uh, in my mind is going to come roaring back, uh, and now there are not there's not plenty of jobs to just be had. 
you know, the, the worst part, the highest part of the inflation might be in front of us with no job, you know, with, with, with uh, the jobs being filled, Joe. You know, we're trying to foreshadow what's going to happen, and, and we're not even going that deep into 2024 right now. And what's going to happen in the first 90 days, because I think there's a lot there, right, a oh, lot yeah. A lot there in this first 90 days. We've got uh, the continuing resolutions, right, for the budget. Right, we, we know already, right, they want all this extra spending, right, almost $200 billion of extra spending. Uh, and now, let's face it, Venezuela and Guyana, I don't know what's going to happen there, uh, but already uh, the, the Department of Defense, uh, Bilkin, was outside. We, we got you, Guyana. Don't worry. So uh, who knows? We can spend even more money there. But it's going to be interesting. Are we going to get a higher number of layoffs? In a, and what I mean by that is normally that they, they ramp up the seasonal hiring. And then a lot of those seasonal workers, okay, it's over. Thanks a lot. Right? And, 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 and and uh, we'll see you next year, right? Because a lot of those seasonal workers, right, they're picking up that second job or, or that third job. Uh, but, but those permanent workers usually end up being unaffected. I'm wondering with, well, we really didn't hire that many seasonal people. And now sales have really slowed down. And I'm wondering if some of these permanent people are going to end up out of a job because of the fact that, well, we hired, we were hiring like it was 2020 and 2021 when the government was sending everybody a check and, and, and now there's no more checks. We actually need less staff than we thought we did. It'll be interesting to see if that happens. You know, you know what my determiner is? And I know it's, it's dumb, but uh, I don't really shop. So if we go shopping, I'll push, you know, my job is to push the cart. You know, when, when when I do go shopping with my wife. Uh, but if I go into uh, the store by myself, I'm going to the deli. Right? That That's where I'm going. Right? Because I'm going to give me something pre-made, make me a sandwich, and I'm in and I'm out. I'm, I'm not I'm not messing around. I'm just going to get some, some food, and I'm going to go right back out. A lot of the places, they wouldn't even, they couldn't even staff the deli. Right, it would just be closed, or or well, I got a person, but there's no hot foods. We're not making the chicken and the chicken strips and all. Jason, every, all the delis are full again. Everybody's working. They got all this left going. Just kind of tells us that the 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 excess need to hiring seems to have gone away. That's right. And then uh, we talk about the reverse repo emptying about that time in those first yep. three months, but also in the first three months, especially the first two months. All these homeowners are going to get their brand new high taxed, 30% higher taxes on their home hitting them. I think a lot of people don't think about that until the thing comes in the mail, Joe. You know, all these factors hitting you all in those first couple of months, like you said, Joe, is it's going to make people have to make a lot of hard choices right at the beginning of 2024. It's going to be, yeah, I think that there's a lot there. Like you said, the reverse repo, uh, what's going to happen. You got to remember also, we got we got another a treasury announcement in the first 90 days. They already know, hey, we're short money, right? We, we need more money in the checkbook to get us to April 15th. Uh, and, and is that going to be another $112 billion, right? And then you think about what they want. For Ukraine and Israel, and, and you got to remember, 
if the if the Democrats are saying, well, we'll do something on the border, well, that I guess that that means more money, right? Because I mean, you can't do something on the border without some more money, right? So uh, could we be looking at I don't know. $300 billion in, in more spending. Uh, and again, when we uh, going back to that reverse repo, that, that's about oh, not quite half of what's left in the reverse repo. And then that's also, you got to remember, the continuing resolutions. Remember, the Pentagon's already said, that's not enough for us. You need to give us more money no matter what. And I'm sure every other department is saying the same thing. So it looks like, to me, another avalanche of spending still to come. Unfortunately, uh, the backup won't be there this time. And then I think we're going to get talk of ending of quantitative tightening, right? Talk of, of, of issues in the bond market. I'm going back, you know, we talked yesterday about 2019. Bank of America coming out essentially with the same warning this time as they did last time, Jason. That's right. And with all these government offices and wanting need more and more money, I mean, it's, this is just the product of that inflation. All the expenditures of all those government bloated three-letter agencies, Joe, they're dealing with the higher expense of, of doing business also. So it's, it's just what inflation does, Joe. It makes everything tougher, doesn't it? Well... The Bank of Japan, they figured it out too. 800-951-0592. Joe and Jason, Patriot News Hour here on this Thursday. And uh, we've been running dimes and silver dimes and quarters uh, all week. It, it's just the best deal. It's the best deal if you're looking to add to silver. And the silver setup it was really good this year. Think about what it did this year. Okay. Really, I mean, silver was like 18 bucks. Now it's almost 24 bucks. I mean, that's that's big. But all this this year did, it took all the excess silver that was out there and got rid of it all. There is no more extra silver laying around out there. Remember, Jason and I, we did that silver show a couple of days ago. In the last two years, almost 500, well, a little over 400 million ounces of silver have disappeared. In other words, mining has been short. 220, 230 million ounces but the previous 11 years, there was a stockpile. There is no stockpile going into 2024. Uh, and, and again, we talk about the gold to silver ratios. Just getting the ratio in line puts silver between 32 and $40. But then you factor in shortages and, and the, everything, the table is set. For, for for that move, it took a couple of years to wipe out that excess inventory. And we know how mine supply goes. You just can't add it, right? You just can't, okay, uh, I, I snap my fingers and I click my feet and miraculously, here's 200 million more ounces of silver. It doesn't work that way. Rolls of silver dimes, they've been $100 all week. That's a great price. Today... 
If you buy 50 rolls or more, $95. Below 100 bucks. And I don't mean to laugh. It's just, it's crazy. Silver quarters. Now remember, the rolls of silver quarters, twice as much silver. You know, $10 face value versus $5 face value. 50 dimes versus 40 quarters. They're $200. You buy 25 rolls of quarters today or more. You buy 50, 100. $190 on silver quarters. And then, of course, the $20 gold piece. This is when you talk about what is the, 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 the staple when it comes to gold. Where I can be private, I can buy it, I can sell it, I can trade it. I don't have to worry about 1099s and Social Security number. I don't have to worry about anything. That's the $20 gold piece. $20 Liberties, 1866 to 1907. And you know what? Most people that never have bought gold before, when they think 1866 to 1907, these things are going to be ugly. They're going to be all worn out, flat, nasty. Uh-uh. Man, gold is durable. I mean, you really have to try uh, to, 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 to affect gold. And they, have, they put some copper in it to give it hardness. I mean, they're very durable coins. Most people are blown away at how nice they look. Uh, but, but they're twenty-two seventy-five, twenty or more. 2260 at 800-951-0592. And now we have another thing to worry about. The Bank of Japan, the deputy finance minister, he kind of warned yesterday. Today, their version of Jerome Powell, their head of their central bank, he took it up a notch, and it now appears that the Bank of Japan uh, is going to need to raise rates again because uh, the auctions are so bad there. They had a 30-year auction where essentially almost nobody came. And this will, they're at the point now, Jason, in Japan, you know, interest rates, like if you're like in the bank accounts, right, they're negative interest, they're actually going to have positive interest rates on bank accounts if they make this next move. Uh, But Jason, the problem is, it's a move out of weakness, right, versus a move out of strength. We have to raise rates. Uh, because uh, essentially a financial crisis is coming if we don't. And I think a financial crisis is coming whether they do or don't, right? They're, they're in a different box. Damned if they raise the rates, damned if they don't raise the rates, right, Jason? Yeah, it's, it's, it's the way it's been since they printed all that money in 2020 and the inflation showed up in 2021, 2022. That's just, that's just the way it's, the situation's been. Uh, just because we knew it was going to happen, and you can see – the writing on the wall uh, doesn't mean it's going to happen all in one year. If this stuff happens over the course of years, it doesn't. Unfortunately, that first dollar spent, it takes a while for it to bounce all over the place, right, Joe? And, and actually do the work that each you know each dollar has a lot of work to do once it's put into creation. That's why it's so disturbing when you see the trillions that were printed. Those are trillions of dollars bouncing around. This this reverse repo, for example, 
that's where the overflow went because they knew the damage was going to happen and they wanted to try to time it. You know, the reverse repo is like a way to time it so that they can do what they kept, they said from the very day one with the inflation. We're going to try to look for a soft landing. That's what the reverse repo is about. They don't know what's going to work. That's just the goal. And if, if they don't hit their goal and we have a massive market crash, Joe, they're going to come up with, well, the data came in different. It's like, well, wait a minute, two or three years ago, you said soft landing. Right. You know, they lie. They just, their lies take so long that most people forget what they said two or three years ago, right, Joe? Well, and that's the beauty of it, right? And, and, and again, they make you think it's long. We know, so my youngest son t- just turned 21 last weekend. 21. Now, that's a long time. A year isn't that long. But, but again, they, they give that illusion, right? It, it's, it's fine for them to say soft landing because they knew. Well, we can say soft landing right now because it, it, it's, it's not going to happen till, till you know, six months from now, a year from now. We can do the soft landing. And, of course, uh, you know, that reverse, we've got to remember. Just look at that reverse repo. That was $2.5 trillion being pumped into the economy that wasn't in the economy. That's, that's kind of how, how did we get, you know, like, you know, for most of us, how did we get an extra year? That's how we got the extra year. Uh, the, the, the big question is, what happens when that money runs out? And that's kind of what we're all talking about. That's why you need to be buying gold and silver now because believe me when when the money runs out that's what we're going to really find out what's happening paper radio news hour we'll be back after the break 800-951-0592 joe and jason on this thursday we got jobs number tomorrow now we'll wait and see what it comes in at but, but based on what we've seen from ADP and now jobless claims, I think it's safe to say, Jason, it won't be a blowout number. Uh, it looks like, t- to me, it'll be one of those uh, numbers that'll be uh, a lower number than what we've seen. But I don't think it's going to be, you know, a negative number, uh, but, but, but something that, that's low enough to, to stay with the, hey, no rate hikes, uh, and, you know, we'll see, potentially maybe low enough that people say, see, this is why we need to have rate cuts. I actually agree with that. I think that's where, where we're going to see, uh, probably even through December, I think those, the numbers are going to kind of bear that out. I think it's next year that the numbers are uh, – it's been slowly getting worse, right, Joe? It's just once again we've been talking about how slow this thing is moving. It's slow. next year there'll, there'll be more time for the numbers to look worse and worse and worse. And at some point there will be a, a big falling off, and you'll get all the emergency on the news cycle, and then, of course then then you're going to have demand. Well, you won't hear, hey, there, there's urges for the Fed to have a rate cut. There'll be demands on the Fed for a rate cut, and uh, then we'll see how many they can get away with, right, Joe? You know, this is another thing when I when I look at at like Bitcoin, that's another sign that things aren't good, right? Because that's 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 people saying, "Hey, I'm gonna, I want out of the dollar, right? Or I want out of the yen, or I want out of the euro, wherever that demand is coming from." And we really don't know how this is all going to work out. I, I, we, we, you know, we we speculate here 
that most of them are probably going to go away, but like Bitcoin and maybe Ethereum and a few others may stick around. But we don't know that. I loved the concept of Bitcoin. I did. I hate it right now because the, the, the billionaires have taken control over it, right? They, they, it's all regulated. They want it all regulated. And, and they're buying up, you know, hundreds of thousands, millions of Bitcoin, right? Keeping it all for themselves. But Jamie Dimon, so the banks, all right, in case you didn't know, the banks were testifying in front of Congress yesterday because the FDIC, along with the comptroller of the currency and, and, and the central bank to a certain extent, know the banking sector is unsafe. They know it. And they want to change the rules on these banks. So remember, they changed the rules after the financial crisis and said, hey, your reserves, most of them have to be in what we can consider a tier one asset. Treasuries. Gold's a tier one asset. I wish they would put it in the, the gold. They'd be better off. But but you got to have those tier one assets. X amount of them. An X amount of them got to be in what they'll call tier two. Which, hey, you're still investment-grade stuff, right? And only some of it can be in those junk bonds. Because, you know, allegedly, that's what did the banks in, even though that's not true. But, okay, fine. Well, they did that. Of course, they bought them all at 0%, half percent, 1%. And now that the rates are higher, they're all losing their you know what. So now they want the banks to have more capital. In other words, you got to loan out less, but you need more money on hand, which is absolutely true. And the banks are screaming bloody murder. Oh, my God, you're going to kill the economy if you make us have more money. Think about this. This is, this, is, this is really the knife's edge that we're on. And you know what? I don't think they're wrong. I don't think they're wrong. But Jamie Dimon, well, he was testified. Somehow they got onto Bitcoin. And, and I'll say, when I say Bitcoin, I'm just generalizing all the cryptos. Okay? Because I don't know. There's hundreds of them. Here's what he said. I, I've always been deeply opposed to crypto, Bitcoin, etc. Well, if that's the case, why does your bank, your bank's involved in it? You know, you're buying, trading, selling. You know, if you're opposed to it, you would have said, well, no, we won't do that here. But, again, they don't care. They just want the money. And he said, the only true use for Bitcoin and cryptos, etc., is for criminals, drug traffickers, money laundering, and tax avoiding, if I was the government, I would close it down. So, very interesting comments out of, you know, let's face it, the most important banker that's not a central banker in Jamie Dimon, uh, Jason, setting the table for the argument when that digital currency comes to, 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 to jackhammer these things. I don't know, but that's just what it seemed like to me. 
Yeah, I never like to hear anybody saying what uh, someone should or shouldn't buy or, or be involved in, especially if it's you know legal. And uh, we know what happened to gold in 1933. I guess that had to be right. made illegal too, right? Right. Well, that's 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 sure sure interesting that a banker is wanting to get rid of the competition. They always oh, competition is a sin. Rockefeller, right? They they don't want any competition for what they're doing. So yeah, this this looks too promising. Possible Bitcoin has this outside way of storing value and. Yeah, that that's something we can't control, so we need to get rid of that. That's that's what he said. So, anyway, yeah, exactly. He used the word true use. So he's not. I'm assuming he's not talking about Mark Cuban, who bought a bunch of Bitcoin because he wants to try to make some money, right? Hey, I'm just trading it. I think it's going to go higher, and I'm going to make a few dollars. He's saying no. Like if somebody actually wants to spend Bitcoin. Well, then you're either a criminal, a drug trafficker, a money launderer, or you're trying to avoid taxes. Uh, wow, that, that, that's a, a pretty broad... Don't they say that about cash, too? Picture Radio News Hour. We'll be back after the break. 800-951-0592. Big volume discount day here at Patriot. Rolls of silver dimes. One through 49 at a hundred dollars you you buy 50 rolls of dimes that'll be 95 dollars a roll that's four thousand seven hundred and fifty dollars for 50 rolls uh, of silver dimes 2500 silver pieces uh silver quarters one through 24 two hundred dollars you buy 25 rolls or more again $4,750. Buy 50 rolls of dimes, buy 25 rolls of quarters. You got a great, great start on, on a, a barterable future when digital currency comes around. And then, of course, on the $20 gold pieces, 1 through 19, $2,275. If you buy 20 or more, $2,260 at 800 951 And I'm just sitting there listening to, you know, uh, I didn't listen to it. I'm reading Jamie Dimon's comments as he's sitting in front of Congress telling Congress, oh, my gosh, you, don't make us be safe. Don't do that. No, that'll be be terrible for the economy if you actually make us have uh, an appropriate amount of money set aside uh, and at the same time saying that they should ban Bitcoin immediately uh, because the only ones that use it are terrorists and drug dealers and tax cheats. And, of course, obviously, one thing that comes to my mind, every dollar that's into gold, every dollar that's into Bitcoin – that's a dollar that they don't have in their accounts, right, Jason? That's money that isn't in J.P. Morgan's bank. That's right, and that's right, and that's why he made the comments about Bitcoin precisely, Joe, is that, you know, this money this money would be better used somewhere else, you know. While you got it in Bitcoin, it's criminal because it's so private, and we don't know what you're doing with it. You know, right. we want to have the money here so we can do things that you don't know what we're doing with it. <laughs> that's, that's essentially what, right. the, what and, they're doing. And, and of course, and Congress wants us to have more money on hand. So, well, I know where to get some more money, right? Let, let me let, let, let's just start banning things. 
that allow us to be free. It, it, it really is. It says a lot about the state, uh, at least in my mind, of the true state of these financial markets. It is not the picture that they're trying to portray and trying to convince everybody about soft landings and deficits. Uh, don't worry, it's not going to matter. And oh, by the way, we just need another, I don't know, 100, 200, maybe $300 billion in extra spending in the first quarter. But but don't worry, everything's going to be wonderful and, and inflation's going to go away. Everybody's going to keep their jobs. Uh, by the way, all-time record single-day border crossings hit an all-time record yesterday. If we did what we did yesterday every single day, it would be over 4.3 million people coming across the border. I mean, right on cue. See? Hey, you give us Ukraine money and Israel money and a bunch of other money, uh, we'll give you some border money and everybody will have some money. Right? You better have your own money, real money. You know what real money is? That's gold and silver. Not that paper with pretty colors on it. 800-951-0592. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.